the I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hi there. We're back. It's still 2020. And we're back with uh, still 2020. Jenna and Tyler Kelly. Fresh of yep. 2020. Yep. And uh, we, one thing uh, we wanted to touch upon is that uh, I think with our expectation before the week before we did the Christmas show and uh, we were in the midst of it last week, uh, but, uh, they call it Hell Week. The, the traffic was brutal, brutal, uh, but the it wasn't the business wasn't there it it was uh, it wasn't that crazy down here um i think uh, there was a uh, well there's no use hiding we're not going to sugarcoat it here what was the uh, um there was a publication that uh, said don't go to the keys what was that um uh they said didn't you you hear that no. like a couple months ago there was I- a publication that said uh stay away from the keys because tourism is ruining ruining the reefs they said that uh, it was. No. You can battle that one way or oh, another. Oh no, no, not battle. I'm no. not saying battle. No. We're not going to change. I'm saying it happened. It was said. I think. And 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 right after Irma, I think yeah. last year it wasn't that great. Hasn't hasn't been the same. Here's the since thing. 2016. No, and that and that's the thing is after Irma, um, Irma was actually good for us uh, as far as a diving and snorkeling aspect. Irma was wonderful for us. Yeah. Um, all the the nasty growth and the the bleaching and everything like that. Irma actually pretty much sandblasted our reef and gave it a fresh start. So our reef and with the coral restoration uh, group Project. that's down here right yeah. now, um, we're actually thriving. The reef Foundation. Yeah, we are thriving like we haven't in probably 15 years. Now, I will tell you, though, that the Florida Keys Marine Sanctuary has put in um, a Basically, a request to limit the activity, especially of locals. Yes. Of for accessing the reef lines, and they've decided that they want to try to expand the Florida Keys Marine Sanctuary protected areas so that people don't have access to them unless you are part a of Blue a, Star. a scuba organization or you know. Um, oh, because a lot of those organizations are actually help in uh, yep. uh, maintaining health. Right. Uh, I've met a bunch of the, the, uh, being part of the Rotary. They uh, came down, and it's amazing some of the things these people are doing. Um, the, the way they uh, have these—it's almost like a an orchard for coral. Yeah, where they set That's it up and they coral, do an uh, coral restoration, restoration program. Project. Yeah, yep. and they they grow them on these things. They look like yep. it's uh, uh, PVC piping. Yeah, and, yeah. Like antenna oh, under they actually like inseminate them yep. and everything. Yeah, it's, yep. really crazy. it's actually really cool. But what, yeah. what's happening with the tourism part is it's it's actually happening in, in the opposite direction because what they're saying is they want to limit locals to all those places, but they're still okay with the tourism only going especially snorkeling and things like that and awareness and stuff like that right but but uh, whether that had an effect or not it's be, yeah, it's, whether that had an effect or not i'm just saying that the that 
that was said. We're not, we're not like the TDC council or anything like one of the local radio stations. It's just tell you the only uh, the bullshit lines, right? We tell it like it is. Uh, the, we weren't, uh, there were a, hotel, a lot of hotels that had vacancies that normally wouldn't have vacancies. Uh, we had, uh, it seemed like we had day trippers down here because you go to the local, uh, supermarket and it was crazy. I talked to yeah, people that work there and they take pictures of how people behave. Uh, there's a, um, I guess it happens into a lot of t- tourist towns, but you see people when they go to a store, they'll come in with, um, I guess they're on their way wherever they're going and they bring eight people in with them and they'll walk down an aisle and the way people are texting and doing shit they're just getting out of the way i go in i i get my shit early in the morning if i go for a big run and then go in with a basket i was i wish it was like fucking rollerball you know what i mean when you go in there and just go in there and start saying hey you know look at this i don't care you knock them on their ass Uh, hey old people old old people are that way anyway they're that way anyway i give them a pass they're, they they barely can make it down the aisle. So uh, they're not being rude. They're just unaware. They're happy to be standing. I th- I find that most of the time it's the people that are trying to read the labels, especially if they're from a tourist that's from, you know, not Countries. in this area. Or well, I, I'd say it's Miami. I mean, there's people from the mainland that come down here. Well, there's a the lot. The day trippers that come yeah. down and they get a, on their boat and they start buying shit and they're throwing See, their trash. And that's what irritates me is you're coming down here with your boat, your RV, you're here for a day or just even your vehicle. And you go in the store and you buy all this stuff that's in plastic wrappers yeah. or cardboard boxes. And then you get to your vehicle and you unload it all into your cooler and you leave all that cardboard and plastic in the shopping cart. And just push it into the corral or into the bushes. You know, that's... And, and conversely, when they're on the way back, yeah. they don't secure their shit. Mm-hmm. You know, you got people that shouldn't that's have a boat. And you have, every so often, if they're busy weekend, you see life preservers and noodles and I all was that just shit. Say, my out. last uh, instruction Coolers. before the new year, when I went down to Big Pine to do my captain's instruction... Um, I saw a boat heading down there, and he lost one life jacket, and one was about to go. And I pulled up next to him at a red line. I was like, hey, you guys lost a, lost a life jacket. Didn't understand what I was saying. I was like, orange jacket. And they looked back, and they saw one, and they were like, meh, and kept going. Oh, man. You know, I didn't even go back there, pull off the road, and secure the other ones that were probably about to fly out. I only saw one, but it's like, you know. Right after Irma, they there was uh... – we got some workers down here that are pain in the ass too. I, I ran, I saw remnants on my car where someone lost a five gallon bucket of paint, <laughs> the yeah. back of their truck. Yeah. And I was driving up on it and went through a puddle and it just splashed up my side. By the time I got home, it was dry. Yeah. 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 I was, I think but, that, um, I learned and, and probably the, and least then you see color. coolers, uh, Planters. Oh my God. The last week I was working at Revo, we had one of our uh, delivery trucks coming down from Cadillac, Michigan. And uh, we got all the boats offloaded off this 18 wheeler. And he goes, Hey, uh, can you guys give me a hand for a second? I was like, Sure. He goes, Yeah, I picked up this cooler about a mile up the road. He ran over a cooler that fell out of the back of a boat or a truck and it was wedged in between his fender and his uh, tire. Wow. 
Yeah. Well, Unsecured is, loads. Know, this is a tourism area. Yeah. We encourage tourism. Come here. Go yes. eat at our restaurants. See what it's like to be here. You know, spend your money here. But respect. You know? But, yeah, be respectful to us. There's some of us that live here full time, right? Yeah. But the other side is is that um, when we make a really big deal out of things, which we need to, especially when it came to the Indian key fill yep. issue. Well, you get like a thousand that. Clark uh, Griswolds coming down here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, right. Then it oh, gets a little bit frustrating, and they decide to cut I know. The uh, horrible. The, but our reefs are the thing that. The, 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 yeah, the, the, the hard thing die. about that Indian Key Phil thing was because, um, it was a uh, gathering place for one particular group of people, and. Um, yeah. But I mean, there are different places. Yeah. And throughout the country where you could pick almost any group of people would be, be different. Down here, they happen to be Cuban. Up my neck of the woods, um, there's, there's, uh, there's certain types of Caucasians that want to come out and they're running and they're doing, uh, shitty stuff and, uh, all different groups and they have their groups and you, you think for some reason they're all like that. But we have a huge Cuban community down here, and we just happen to have uh, a group that comes down to there. Don't uh, to the Indian Key Phil really didn't respect uh, that area, right? Yeah, and we have three or four in our current neighborhood. In our previous, we had two or three, and they said, "No, we're not part of that kind of Cuban community." Well, it's I wouldn't I wouldn't even say it's kind of a Cuban. It's just a segment, certain segments of every group of people. They'll come. They're, yeah. That's their. They're they're careless and destructive, and they're they don't really care about my. But remember, we have beautiful water. We yes. have beautiful reefs, and, and come here and see them. The other thing and I was going to say, oh. go scuba and it's going to be it's going to be the next couple months. Uh, I guess normally a couple of years ago before Irma, this would happen. We would uh, still be carrying on through that hell week which never yes. seemed to come about um and it would start picking up it used to be years ago i think in 2007 when i first came down here people say well uh, valentine's day was the start and then remember the year afterwards they said well it's a little earlier this year and then a little early and then we didn't have any real storms or anything like that and it was really getting it was getting it was crazy our, our normal and people season had places they went someplace else and now we we places are opening up, and their prices are yeah. kind of out of whack down here. Yeah. A little bit, yeah, a little bit. They're kind of out of whack. We don't. We're not you doing anything to attract take, people. You know, I mean, they like, see how pricey it is. A hundred percent of nothing is still nothing. Yeah. So you would think that you know, okay, if you if you are um like a or you know a high end restaurant or something. And it, you know it's Hell Week, and it's not really been Hell, and that's when you make a ton of money for that week. Lower some of your prices yeah. and get some people back off, down 15 here. 15% you know, um, I'm yeah. not going to mention by name, but that place reopened on December, mid-December. Yeah. A friend of mine is one of the managers here. I, I don't know how they make it. I, you, you'll never know if they're busy or not. They could tell you anything they want yeah. because it's a closed, all-inclusive yeah, so you could, if you they can't say, see any of they, the activities. Yeah, you don't know. The they don't, they'll yeah. tell you. They'll say, oh, we're doing incredibly. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, we're, we're doing incredibly. 
there. You can um, say that. We we wouldn't fucking know. Right. You can know you can know the places to the north and south by just driving in like uh See, and the other thing I'd like to give people that are listening and haven't ever come down or have and only been once or twice. You, you got to pick the right seasons for the activities you want to do. If you're a diver or a boater or any of that stuff and you need to be out on open water, winter, unfortunately, is not necessarily the best time. You might have your good days. You might have your bad days. But be prepared that you're going to have a couple more days in the hotel or on land rather than that on the water. Because we get our cold fronts. We get our rainstorms. We get our high winds. I will tell you, though, that um, if you're Canadian... Or you're from the north. You're from the yeah. Midwest. We had people from Boston. Right. They're going here. They'll right jump now, in the water. They will jump in this water. They think that this is comfortable. That's July because no, they're yes. used to cold, fresh water. What is it right now? Seventy uh, six. The water temp. See, it doesn't get above that in uh, right. up until up summer. No, no, no not up there. Even. Yeah. And not but even. what I'm saying is, if if you're a diver or a snorkeler and you want to go out boating by yourself, and you're and you're these from, aren't really the conditions. Oh no, you get the rough seas, the rough and sea, yeah. we we actually have to think about everyone's safety so we mm-hmm. can't take out 30 snorkelers and 10 divers when it's Rough, blowing yeah. 20 mi- 20 miles an hour out there you know so it's you know if you want to come out and you want to experience the full aspect of comfortable water and what yeah, it really depends on what you're i yeah. think we're shaking yeah. down which i guess to us you know what you'll find out um the market will prevail right. and people um They'll they'll look to the keys. Um, I don't know. I know with the um, whenever there's any problems abroad, domestic uh, places look really good. So I don't know what's going to happen in the next couple months. But right. uh, now remember, right now it's comfortable here. It's not Africa hot. Yeah. But you hit May through half of September. 94 degrees with it's, a heat index of 105. It's Africa hot. So if you can't handle the heat where you're at in the summer and you want to come but down here in the best summer. Best boating conditions. It is the best and calmest boating conditions, but our water is like bath water. And 80 plus. I, you 80 know what? It really, it really is But funny. see, you know, this is Jim doesn't boat, doesn't fish. Yeah. So. I may be doing more of it now mm-hmm. since my life situation has changed well, a little. Well, that's fat. We might yeah. have to take you fishing. Yeah. I can do that. There you yeah. go. And you know I don't have a problem with the uh, the, the things right here because of what I do in the live, uh, for a living. Yeah. But, um, the, yeah, that, that was, uh, I think a lot of people were uh, disappointed. I think the chamber probably were get There was, um, they, they. It wasn't our normal they screwed, week. They, they screwed up a lot of things. Like we used to have a boat parade and stuff. Key Largo doesn't really organize like different places down here because we're not incorporated and we had uh i had discussions with people down here people say well if you you know if key largo incorporated have but there's a lot of things that key largo doesn't get because of that the other thing that i've noticed is over the past several months um while the northern part of florida was still getting red tide they were insinuating that we had red tide down we here. We do not. We have never had any red tide in Key Who was insinuating? The news, everything. Uh, you know, there were some people that said they found traces of certain types of algae in Key West. Um, and then they related it to well, there were some tide, things. Uh, there was some. Uh, there were the sewer in Fort Lauderdale. Was it what the sewer, the sewage thing? And Miami had um, 
film problems, but they try to, uh, I think when they hear South Florida, well, they think the Keys. And right. Now, um, this isn't really South Florida. We are the islands that are south of Florida. Of and yeah, south Florida. And not only that, you, not only do we have that land link that separates us, I mean, the, the, the highway link, and then you have the marshlands that separate yeah. us, and then you have a small Florida city, and, then, and yeah. Miami doesn't start for another well, and 40, you know, 50 miles. A lot of my friends don't like me when I say that I have to go to Florida. They're like, yeah, you we, live in Florida. I'm like, no, no I don't. No. If we were to get rid of our two bridges, we're not attached to Florida. We're yeah. the Caribbean. We're not part of the... This is uh, actually, um, this used to be the Bahamas. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The archipelago that we're on. Is that we used to be the Bahamas. Florida Keys has been traded about three or four different mm-hmm. times. We used to be Bahamas. Wait, wait, we used uh, to be part of the Bahamas. Yeah. Cuba owned us for a while, oh, and it, gosh, we purchased it Spanish back. Spanish owned yeah. us for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, well, Cuba didn't because no, Cuba, yeah. Cuba didn't own us. The Bahamas. We were Bahamian. No, no was, I meant Cuba was Spanish prior to eighteen ninety eight, and then Cuba was only Cuba since of the Bahamas. Really, since uh, after Spanish American War, right. and still and still the Bahamas down uh, as well you know are I mean? still in our no, but Cuba was a no, no, I know. I mean, I, if I'm it was, if it because... was, it was part of Spain. Yeah, no, I, I understand Spain, because Cuba was part of Spain and Hispaniola and yeah, all we were, that. And we were Spanish for it was weird. Time. It's it's weird how that was divvied up. If we, if we, yeah. we got a couple minutes uh, here, um, the the history of uh, well, there were still there were people here. They call it the New World. I mean, there was there were there were people that had their own world here yeah. that here prior. Right. But um, when it was first discovered by the, um, the you know the Spanish sent out. Their expeditions. Well, and stuff they like discovered, but they discovered the Europeans discovered it for themselves. For themselves, but for it, was, themselves. it was already. And then they went back and they had some. Here. The Pope decided to split along the longitudinal lines. Who could have what? And they didn't know the extent, so they gave most of it to the Spanish, and they gave Brazil. Brazil got. I mean, Brazil. Portugal got Brazil. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of there was a whole feeding frenzy like France, the Dutch, the English, and all that stuff. The English, the English kind of they stayed in North America and stuff like that. The French, the French and the English, and the the the, the French and uh, the French had a little bit bite at South America with French Guiana and all that yeah. stuff, and in the Caribbean, and uh, but it was mainly a Spanish and Portuguese enterprise. When you talk about Central and South America, and then North America was French and uh, English, with uh, no because there was no unified German, and then obviously Russia. People always forget about Russia because they had Alaska up there. And uh, you, you, what are you looking at? Sorry. Um. So one of our main tourist attractions that I go through, which is Adams Waterway. Adams yeah. Waterway was. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this on one episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, dredged out by a personal gentleman that moved down from New York. He actually paid to have it done. That's why it's named after him. Yeah. Um. So I always tell people, you know, it's been a long time, and if you look at the or the walls, you can see um, fossilized coral heads yeah. and this and that. So reading here, it says, starting about 100,000 years ago, Wisconsin Glacier, 
began lowering sea levels, exposing the coral reef and surrounding marine sediments by 15,000 years ago. The sea level had dropped 300 to 350 feet below our level. Yes. So, um, basically what it is, is an archipelago is what used to be a coral reef. So yes. what we live on is a coral So reef. all that, all that dead land went almost all the so way up the Bahamas. So where we're yes. living on the right Bahamas. now used to be the Great Barrier Reef. Yes. It used to be the Great Barrier Reef. The, back then it would have been the largest. Yes. And it got exposed when the water. In North America. It, um, actually. I the Great Barrier is, Reef is the biggest one in the world. No, I know, but I believe ours was the biggest. Yeah. And that's what we live on. Now we're minimized to the three mile offshore little Uh, portions that we have. That's and we have patch reef. Yeah. But this used to be, and as as well as a patch reef. I thought the Great Barrier Reef was hundreds of miles long. Oh, it is. It is, but this is as well because you think we used to be the Bahamas. Ten miles. Oh, that was part of it. All the way down. So when the some of the sea life that survived ended up going deeper and down to our current patch reef. Which is now the third. Is that what the um, reef? But an archipelago. What an archipelago is? It's coral. It's petrified coral. That's what we live on. That's why you take every one of these little rocks, you look at them, mm. and they have little, you know, fossils of old shells. And they don't call the Hawaiian island, islands archipelago. Uh, Hawaiian island. Hawaiian's volcanic. Yeah, but we are not volcanic. Not no, either. but I mean, how about the Lucians? Um, you know, I'm not sure. Because they come off like that. Okay. Right. But it's the way I'm going to tell you. It would be a volcanic, too. Right. Okay. Hey, we are not volcanic. Let's we take are. a break. We're okay. going to come back. And this is at the 20 minute. It's perfect. All right. Whether you're one of our regular visitors to the Florida Keys or you can't wait to visit for the first time, you'll want to stay up to date on everything that's going on in the Florida Keys. To learn all the secrets, tips, and the stuff we don't talk about to anyone but each other, visit 43keys.com. Sign up for our newsletter and never miss any of the exciting things we have planned for you. That's 43keys, the number four, the number three, keys.com. We're back. Tyler, Tyler is doing a little reading and stuff like that of the Florida Keys. It's an excellent read of the Florida Keys if you really want to. Uh, it, it's more contemporary. Is a book called um, Last Train to Paradise. And it's about um, Flagler's railroad that he built down the east coast of Florida and down to uh, Miami. And then Miami down to Key West his, with his... Um, his dream was to get a deep water port in Key West and make Key West the uh, uh, shipping hub for all uh, South and Central America with America. And, and and he actually pretty much accomplished an incredible engineering feat at the time. But it was pretty interesting, the book. If you get a chance to read it, it was great. It, start, it opens up with the uh, uh, Labor Day hurricane. Yes. 1935. Yeah, 1935. Yeah, but it was very dramatic. It was actually That's before they started naming hurricanes. It would make a, would make a really it's fucking great... It was, I mean, I, I, I don't think people... You know, disaster movies set in the past, uh, unless they're real, like the last days of Pompeii, aren't really... Doesn't doesn't grab people like they well, do. Well, and again... But know. actually, it's every, if you read the story, it reads like a fucking... Uh, a disaster movie, the way they give that moment by moment, how they had they, you know, when they get the pressure was dropping yep. and stuff like that. Oh, God. Well, see, and even as a, a, a 
person that has lived down here in Miami for most of his life, you know, yeah. reading facts about this, like I'm looking up right now, you know, uh, Monroe County wasn't established until 1824. No, it was yeah. not. Monroe County was established as actually, um, a, it was a trading hub and, yep. and it was a, um, a customs port. Yes. So the first post office in the Florida Keys opened in Key West in 1829. And the first um, tourist with the capital of Florida 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 was 1832. (laughs) And and Key West was the only place in the South that was continuously uh, occupied by the federal uh, uh, government, uh, the union. (laughs) And uh, our precious Indian Key, Phil. That we know it by. Oh, I know all about um, it. John Hoosman yes. bought Indian Key for $5,000 in 1831. Yeah. Houseman. John ha- Houseman? A Houseman. Because there's an actor. There's an actor. Yeah. yeah, I know. Are you H O U S? House. It's not Hus- Hussman. No, Houseman. 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 House. Yeah. Oh, German? House. House, yeah, actually, house and German. <laughs> Fucking Germans get involved in there. <laughs> get out of the keys, Germans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's Go, we love you guys. You want France and Poland? No, no, just kidding about that. But yeah. no, it's actually really neat to see it because when you know, when history was able to like be part of the written word, it was Ponce de Leon that discovered the keys technically and first uh. chartered it. Now, believe it, it was in the 1500s. We we did do we did do a um, a show where we talked about. Um, Movies made in the keys and yes, stuff like that. We did. And then I was thinking about if I was going to shoot, um, they, well, there's tons of movies. I never, right now, there's tons of TV shows on Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime, that's zombie, fucking zombie and, oh. and vampire shows all over the stuff. Vampires everywhere. Zombies and vampires in any place. But you know what? You never see vampires in the tropics. Yeah, yeah. Because of that fucking sun thing. Yeah. Well, what if, you know, they created, like, put some kind of, like, heavy-duty... Um, mud. Not mud. The um, What's the stuff in. they put? Zinc. Right. The zinc on it. The zinc. <laughs> and someone, like, wearing zinc. And it got, they made zinc that was uh, skin... Co- skin tone zinc. Skin tone zinc. Skin tone zinc. But to get the eyeballs, and you'd have to put on... They'd have to put... Uh, that and get it up in their nostrils. Yeah, and how the, would they get it in like their hair? Yeah, and they have to wear the hat and they're yeah. wearing gloves. They just have to be covered, like covered. But that, yeah, a vampire in the tropics. <laughs> like, how would it be like a fucking? You're hanging out, drinking. Um, he could be drinking like blood out of a coconut, <laughs> right? Or you never see Tyler. We're saying you never see vampires in the tropics. They do a lot of like zomb- zombies in the tropics. That makes sense because you got that. That's originally they originated in the tropics. You know that zombies. Hey, Haiti. Oh well, oh yeah. Voodoo and all that shit. Yeah. That's where they get they, they, uh, they, the half. The, they, there was a movie called The White Zombie. It was from the 30s or 40s. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I've never. I, I don't think it had either. to do with it being a Caucasian. I think it was just a pale zombie and stuff like that. But the vampire thing, or you think of all the cold weather things like. Vampires are better in rainy, not sunny. Well, there was a movie. There was a movie. Uh, God, it was Bill Pullman was in it. And it was called Before Daylight or something like that. It was a family of vampires. And he drove around in a blacked out van Jeez. in the southwest part of the United States. So why not the 
you know, we see them in the tropics, like in a tiki bar. And, you know, they'd stay, they probably sleep a lot during the daytime and stuff. And then you come out at night, you know, it's nighttime, fucking got a nightlife. I mean, maybe not up here. It really sucked for a vampire up here because they'd only have a couple places they could go. Yeah. Oh, you're down here, up here, up here. I mean, in the Keys, meaning versus Key West. Key West is all night. I know. The upper Keys would suck for a vampire because everyone everyone starts going to bed it when it gets dark. So it'd be like the vampire would look around to kill somebody, and I was like, they'd have to knock on. Yes. Could you invite me in? Are are you a vampire? Yes. I'm not going to invite you in. Go away. I mean, that's, that's what's going to happen all the time. <laughs> no one's going to invite you in. Down, you have to go down to Key West. Yeah. Um, or hang out near the Caribbean Club. Maybe. Yeah, and just, uh, I just can imagine out, that, hey, that the would be like... Guys, the fucking guy's out there the whole time. He's always sitting on the... He never drinks and stuff like that. He sits on the He sits on the he bench. He wears a Bloody Mary. Yeah, he's a Bloody Mary. He's <laughs> that red... It looks like a rum punch. Warm. Warm. No ice cubes. What? The first key? It was called the vampire key since we're talking about that. <laughs> no, Key Largo is actually not the first key. No. No, it's it is it's it's cross key. Cross key. Cross yep. key. Yep. Nailed it. Back to Which vampires. Is Bay and all okay. that stuff. But yeah. yeah. So everyone thinks sorry, Key Largo is the first and Key West is last. Well, right. Although they still call uh the like key biscuit, that's still a key. Mm-hmm. But technically key just means Kyle in Spanish, which just means island. So we're all keys because we're all islands. Yeah. Yeah. So your Key Largo, which just means large island. Which really doesn't help you if you're a vampire. No, Once again, it we're going back to if you're yeah. Because there is in a in a vampire story, they do go on the boat and stuff. We're back to we moved on to vampire stuff because we did all that history stuff. Yeah. We can talk about it. Unless it, there's no new history. I think we did a whole research on the keys one time. We did a whole show. And if <laughs> Well, we did a bunch of history. I mean, we had that treasure fleet. And that's the, an interesting yeah, okay, thing. Okay, so there Mel go. Fisher. Mel Fisher is who <laughs> Mel Fisher, about. A unique Keys character, yes. treasure hunter. Now, <clears> who doesn't want to fucking find a bunch of gold? Right. And there's yes. a couple of unique things about it. There's a couple of unique yes. uh, I'll say uh, Mel Fisher. Yes. Yeah, well, um, was probably the most well known, but there was many, many treasure hunters. Yeah. Yes. No, recently, recently, the, there was USS America. You ever hear that one? That was in the Keys. That was near the Panama when it went down. But it was the, it was taking gold bullion from the gold rush. That's it was so this cool. mid wheeler, and it went down with tons of gold in it. Uh, you know, but, if you do ever find yourself in Key West, going to the Shipwreck Museum there oh, yeah. amazing. is amazing. The it Shipwreck is, Museum oh, or the Mel Fisher Museum? It's, it is Mel Fisher's Shipwreck Museum. And it's so cool because the, the you know the gold coins or doubloons, you would call them, right? Yeah. But the gold coins have so many stamps all over them. And that's how you can see the history of where they came from. Because these ships, these like big like Spanish galleons <laughs> yeah. would come in with all these dowries and everything else aboard their ships at every port. You they would have know to where they unload every single gold coin, and they would get stamped yep. with their shipping ports on them. So that's why if you look at one of those gold coins, they're not perfectly round, they're not mm-hmm. perfectly flat, they are perfectly weighed. 
to be the certain weight of each one. Oh, they got re-stamped each time? Yes, and they were stamped at each port to show the path of where the gold went and what its end destination was. Same with gold and, bars. And some of them actually had a hole punch in them, yep. depending on the taxation. port that you went, and it was taxation. So they would take a tiny little chunk of, of your, your gold doubloon. Oh, wow. As part of your taxation. That's why they look like I, a rat I didn't, chewed on I never, it. That's why these nope. coins are all messed up yeah. and sideways. Looks and like a rat chewed on it and yeah. took chunks out. But that's when a guy who bites into gets a yeah. gold coin and bites well, into the Back in the day with the gold bars, you had your main stamp on the top. That's yeah. where it originated from. That's who cast yeah. it and all that. But on the back side, on the bottom side, is where it was taxed. Or not taxed, but stamped mm-hmm. everywhere it traveled. Wow. Yeah, it's actually really cool. Um, and uh, you know how the pattern. wait is it true? What you talk about uh, the the gold thing? Someone said that if the coins aren't touching each other when they're on the bottom of the ocean, they don't like silver. If they're some a buddy of mine was telling me if they're not laying on top of each other, they don't get all corroded. Something about oh, I don't know. where the coins, when metal touches metal, it, it causes something. It's like some kind of chemical reaction. Yeah, that, or that something. Depends on the all. kinds of metals. Yes. And that right. would, you know, if it's like all, silver, all silver, silver, gold, gold right. your gold's not going to tarnish your other gold. But if you were to look at one of those coins, they yeah. are not perfectly so like that's silver, and they're stamped with the ports, with the original shipper, and they're stamped with the Hey, you know what? Send that picture. Down. Send that picture. We'll put that on there. Um the other cool thing is, do you know why boats are weighed in tonnage? Every boat, especially because of ballast, they got a ballast, right? Well, it has to do with the ballast, okay. but ballast is you know, you take a fifty-one foot, you know, uh, fishing boat, uh-huh. and it says a it weighs thirteen tons. Mm-hmm. It's not actually how much the boat weighs; it's how much it can carry in gold bars. Yes. So That's, what I still do is an eighteen. Oh, so a hundred ton license right. means it can it carry a hundred tons. A hundred tons. It doesn't weigh a hundred tons. So what I do is I, I I register vessels as U.S. Coast Guard documented vessels. So if your boat is about twenty five to twenty six feet with high gunnels, right, which means yeah. it has tall sides. If that boat is determined to be able to carry eight tons of gold bars yeah. to a different com- to a different country, yeah. it's not a boat. It's a ship. And that's how I register them with the U.S. Coast Guard. So you wouldn't want 16 tons, right? Well, because what do you get? A little bit older and deeper in debt. <laughs> <laughs> I usually say, yeah, but we at 8,000. He said, wow, that's half you see a boat that tons. has a name and a hailing port yeah. on the back, so if you see a boat that its name is, you know... Um, the Sunset Cruise, Hailing Port, Key Largo, Florida. Yeah. That's a coast, U.S. Coast Guard registered vessel. Which is now called Yacht Certified. Which is Yacht Certified. There is an interesting, uh, the the it's maritime laws are really interested on, on how the, um, there was a movie called uh, Reap the Wild Wind. It was a John John Wayne movie. We talked about it in something. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's about salvage people. And so they have, but salvage, I think salvage and treasure hunters have to adhere to similar rules. Like when you find a treasure, like you have to claim it with the, you have to do something with the government on the, if it's within. And along with modern day laws, it is so hard to salvage anything. Honestly, as well though, as then Jacob Hausman 
with Indian Key was one of the biggest spots because there were so many treasure hunters down here. The reason that we have all of these lighthouses out on this reef is because vessel after vessel after vessel has completely been demolished running around on this reef and all of their dowry would end up in the water. So these treasure hunters would go out and they would search and they would dive and they would bring all of this gold and jewels and everything back. to Indian Key. But they had to stop and check it in. And therefore pay a tax on that in order to keep mm-hmm. it. And that's why Jacob Hausman had Indian Key settled and actually had it temporarily named the county hub of Miami-Dade. Yes. Until it got taken back later. Yep. And, and of course the, the, the other sad the part about that is is any shipwreck or any dowry that was found near any yeah. when they were first established had to be shipped down to Key West. Right. And then during the shipping of the, you know, the the gold, the findings, the you know, treasure hunters shipping it down to Key West, there were so many opportunities for theft. Yep. There were so many opportunities for them. So no matter how much gold you found, stolen. you weren't guaranteed all that back. Right. Even so though then you when, accounted for it. When he made that hub at Indian uh-huh. Key, the shipping port, or you know, a customs, yeah, to check all those things in, he made a killing on it. Yeah. And. Well, I know modern day, like, I don't know if Mel Fisher do, but a lot of these guys, the one of the USS America with the, the bullion coming from the gold rush, they had to get investors because obviously it takes a, a certain yes. amount of resources to get that. And then you got to split whatever you have to do. You got to go right. and get the legal, you have to have a, uh, you have to create a company yes. to do it. And Mel Fisher was one of the most successful ones to do it. But in his, uh, it, we mentioned in one of our previous shows that someone, he had a gold bar yes, in a display where it, you could it, go in there and actually touch that it. That was at the, the Mel Fisher Shipwreck Museum. Yeah, and actually my buddy, who was a, uh, a private investigator in Philadelphia, he says, I mean, he put his hand in and he, get, and he chubby little Italian guy. And he goes, I bet, I go, no, you can't. They figured out. How not? I didn't see that last time we were down we, there. We no, well, it got it. stolen. Yeah, it was. It's back now. No, but, it, but so yeah. someone someone stole, yeah, someone stole it. And well, uh, how they how they end up? Did does anybody know? Well, how? if you uh, go on YouTube and you try and like Google uh, YouTube uh, gold bar glass case, there's like a Chinese or a, a museum that has a gold bar inside of a glass case and you have to try and get your hand in there and pull it out and it's been done several times oh really yeah well that's what they uh, mel fisher that he had one in there where you you could put your hand in and grab it yeah but you couldn't get it out and uh i mean your hand had to be a certain size to be able to get in there and stuff like that but yeah it, but, but it's, you it's said really you couldn't cool. you could get it out yeah well i mean there you was get a challenge it? that i saw you get it you get to keep it? No. <laughs> oh fuck! But you know, when you go down again to this, the Mel Fisher uh, shipwreck museum. museum yeah. I mean, it is amazing. Uh, do they still have the gold bar? In yes. There? Yes. And they have it. You could go and touch you it again. Can touch it. There's yes. uh, all the doblooms, everything down there. And, I mean, it's but, all authentic. But it doesn't you know? look like what you would think. It doesn't look like a gold bar that you would think that you would see in the movie. Yeah. No. Because it's, it's not Italian it's job. It, where no, all it's kind of it's kind of mold or something like that, right? All by the weight. It has nothing to do with its intention. Yeah. It's all by no, the it's like it's something not not and uh, was it Die Hard three? And they're all stamped. Will you get to see the most of it or With Kelly's Heroes? My favorite was the Italian job when the Italian, okay. went out of the water and they grabbed yeah. all the gold bars out of it. And that's not what you're but looking at. Gold bar, you know what? It's always seemed like a diamond, but then again, you have to cut 
the diamond everyone's like well that's well, the biggest how, how that's the biggest fucking diamond in the gold? world I to keep it shiny what? Quite often. How often do you have to polish gold? Oh, no, no. You can just melt gold. It's, no, I know. Oh, you can almost melt gold in your house. But you know what I mean? Is when you go into the museum down there, you're like, if people think like gold bars, you're expecting like oh, yeah. beautiful shined, you know, yeah. mirror finish. No, it, that's oh, not I imagine, what it used to Well, be. I imagine that when uh, the people go to one of those, <laughs> people go, go to one of those uh, uh, where you can mine your pan for your own gold. And they think yeah. you're gonna find a big fucking nugget, you yeah. know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some big. They, some people did find some. Listen, you want to find your own gold? You go to the liquor store and you go buy like a bottle gold of gold. That shit is actual out. gold, and you can shit it out the next day. You get gold flakes it's, in your shit. But but a regular, an, an actual real gold bar does not look that beautiful, no. and, and it's they're kind of oblong and fucked up and sideways, and none of them are perfectly flat. It doesn't look like you would see in the movies, and they have those cool portage stains yeah. on them from every time they've gone through any yeah. customs ports. So it's really neat to yeah. see, because that's how they that's how they read it, and they're like, you can see, okay, well, this gold bar came from Spain, went through... Um, you know, Panama went through here, went through here, went through here, and all of a sudden ended up in Key West. Like it, it had all and, uh, of those port stamps are on there. If anybody's and, listening, and is a has their own stamp. big time reader. One of our old neighbors was a co-author uh, for a book called "Diving to the Flash of Gold." Yes. Which was all about shipwreck diving. Yes, he was okay. a master diver. He actually owned the house right next door to us. His name is Steve. Um, I won't say his last name just to. But um, Steve was a co-author. He has a book. We can just talk about his book. Yeah, well, it's called Diving, Diving to the, the Flash of Gold. Of gold. Yeah. And um, just really cool about all the, the, you know, the shipwrecks and looking for where everything was. And, and, and honestly, we've seen plenty of sunken boats and shipwrecks out there. Of course, they've been like completely scavenged for anything that you yeah. could possibly find now. There hasn't been a... Yeah. A, a vessel carrying vintage gold that's run aground. So, I bet there's there, there's got to be there's probably tons of it. Oh, in, I'm sure in in the deep deep waters. You well, know, you hear more of like in and Ireland and the UK of them finding you know archaeology or ar- ar- archaeologic facts or whatever. Archaeological. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's better you than me, man. There's I more of them it. being found nowadays than shipwrecks. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's a buddy of mine down here who has. He he has these. Uh, they look like urns, and they're from uh, Crete. And I go, well, "What are you doing with them in your house?" And he goes, "Well, I can't sell them." And he says, "Because they're not supposed to be here." Yeah. My father got them, and I go, "What?" And he goes, "Yeah, if you try to get them authenticated, the um, whatever the, uh, the the Turkish or Greek government would uh, they take them back? Take them back." Yeah. Yeah. Um, go, just well, like anybody from it? back in the day in the 30s, 40s, and 50s that have any turtle shells. I mean, yeah. those are prized possessions now. You can't have them nowadays. Even the ones from 30, 40? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. You ever see that movie uh, with Treasure, not Treasure, the um, Miracle of Santa Ana? No. Spike Lee movie? Uh, this um, This black... Uh, unit in World War II gets trapped behind enemy lines in Italy. And uh, if you ever seen a movie, um, that TV show, um, what's that TV show about the uh, football players in Miami? Uh, you know, the one with, uh, what's his name? The Rock in. You know what I mean? Oh, he, oh are you talking? Wait. You know the movie? You- he's, a, he's an agent? Oh, no. I don't know. Okay. Well, the black dude in it, he's a, he's a, he's a, um, 
the big black dude, he, he's in the unit and he has a head of a statue uh, of a Roman statue and he carries it around <laughs> with him and he talks to it all the time. Oh my God. Yeah. It's pretty good. But I mean, that's during World War II. That was a, a big thing. Tra- talk about treasure hunting. That, yes. were, oh, that was more, uh, what, what, that was looting. There's a yes. lot of looting going on. I'm not saying that black dude was looting. Right. I'm saying that, well, the Germans oh, and the, God, the, Germans the Russians, crazy. the Russians and Americans, the Mer- well, Americans, well, yeah, the crazy. Americans did it when they were going in there. They were taking the stuff, but they oh, were probably they took a lot of stuff out of the Eagles nest. Like that was crazy. Well, they should have. Screw yeah, them. Screw them. You know, no. I was in freedom. Well, that's pretty much. I don't know how we got there from the treasure hunter. <laughs> if we find any treasure looting, I mean. It's it's very rare, I guess, except for someone maybe losing their their uh, their uh, ring nowadays. Because if it's a ship, there's going to be a field, right, of yes. debris. Yeah. It's going to be a field of debris, and it's so shallow here. They probably mapped everything on the bottom. Of, yeah, they probably yeah. people flew. People have these things on their their airplanes. They probably can map the bottom bottom of it with uh, uh, metal detectors or whatever. Yeah. Everything's been mapped down right here. But if you get in some deep water out here, I wouldn't be surprised. There was a Spanish uh, treasure fleet that went off down one of the uh, hurricanes in the uh, late 1500s, right? There's a, <coughs> right right down in uh, Lower Matacumbi, there's a uh, there a little a little off. monument. No, but it's called the Spanish the Spanish Treasure Fleet. Yep. A bunch of their uh, uh, ships went down because of that. It got blown into the reef. Yeah, but there hasn't been a discovery down here in God knows how many years. No, no. I don't think anything's actually been discovered since Mel, but. Yeah. I wonder if it's like maybe in a mangrove. In in deep water. Well, recently there's there's probably uh, the water level's been going up, whether it's natural or man caused, it doesn't matter. That if there's any areas where the pirates buried something here. But there's not a lot of, you know, you got coral underneath. So unless you had need alluvial earth to be able to bury something, right? I heard Jack Sparrow yeah. buried something here on. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there's rum. <laughs> oh, where you be? Gone. Um, what's his name? Uh, John. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Yeah. He buried a ton of coke someplace. <laughs> okay, well, listen. Since we're at the end of forty, time to end the show. We did two shows we tonight. Did yeah. Two shows today. And you know, if you ever want to come down and go on a treasure hunting adventure, there's places that can bring you out there to go snorkel yeah. and scuba, and, and can you can see, see you. You can actually yes. wreck dive here as well. I mean, I I have my own company as well people so, want to come down and uh go and see why we live here and what we do where where would they how would they reach you they would go to captain tyler's adventures and repairs because he's also a mechanic yeah, we don't have a website yet uh, yes oh you will just listen it's going to show up yes and then this will be here so they'll yeah. have a website or and all can, if you google it It'll come up, but Captain Tyler, and you put in Key Largo. Or I can just blast out my email. I don't care. <laughs> oh, you do that, too. Yeah. I mean, either way. Yeah. Or um, Reva. Reva Motorsports and Marine. Reva, yeah, you can get. Yeah. I'm well, I'm sure if you come officer. back. Once he gets the website, we'll have it attached to the uh, yeah. the show. But uh, so it doesn't matter. If you down here uh, soon and want to go out on the boat, it's uh, my email is Tyler, T-Y-L-E-R, last initial K, 1298 at Gmail. So Tyler K. Whatever you want to give out, man. It's cool. I, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, I get spammed. I go through it every day, no matter what. So oh, really? It doesn't oh, matter. it sucks. It sucks, Tyler. <laughs> it's horrible. Too much of it because I have it now with the uh, 
the, the podcast. Not that I have tons of. Uh, he gets hit a lot of. They're like, can we rent your baby? Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, not not for the baby rentals, uh, but uh, for boner pills and uh, uh, Russian brides. Uh, uh, Asian brides. Topics we've Asian, about. Uh, Asian brides. Um, um, Hotmilf.com. Yeah. Whatever. You're getting blasted. Well, that's because yeah. you're married to a hot milk. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, hey, hey. <laughs> right? Hold it there. Well, thank you. I like <laughs> Guys, to thank you. for Tyler uh, and Jenna. This has been a great show. Um, go and find your treasure in 2020. Absolutely. No matter what it might be. Yes. We'll help find you find it. it. Cherish it. Yeah. Keep it, dear.